Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. What do you do when your partner tells you they deserve better? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, my 29-year-old female wife has lost a lot of weight. How do I, 31-year-old male, make sure she's okay? So my wife has always been pretty average size, 5 foot 7, 130 pounds ish. I don't know 100% because we just don't talk about it, but has mentioned in the past. I do know when I buy her clothes and I ask, she always said she was a size 6 if that helps. She was also always pretty strong, does massage therapy and was really good at deep tissue. I mean, there are times when she's worked on me and it hurt and I am not a small guy. About 6 months ago, she started changing things. Not really eating junk food and she joined some classes at the YMCA, yoga and some cardio. Since then, the weight has really fallen off her. I don't know exactly how much because the few times I've asked her, she said, I don't know because I don't care to weigh myself, so I just drop it. But if I had to guess, I think she's lost at least 20 to 25 pounds if not more. She seems healthy in terms of energy and her skin is really cleared up, but I've noticed some other things. I was doing laundry, which I do a lot, and her jeans are now only size 0 to 2. Doing massage, she has to do her own sheets, and the other day, I heard her really struggling to carry the bag of laundry up the stairs. Yes, it's a big bag, but never have I noticed that and we've been together for years. I asked her if, you okay with that? And she just said she needs a strong man to help her out, and started flirting and getting intimate with me. Is she changing the subject? Which leads me to my next point. Without too much info, she looks completely different without clothes. She had some curves, etc. before, but now she's pretty much a figure like a ballerina, and says she feels great. But I recently picked her up during the act, and it was literally like nothing. Another big thing I noticed was she worked on me again for massage last week, and all of the deep pressure she had done before was gone, and I could tell she was really struggling. But if I bring it up, she gets defensive and tells me she feels better than ever and I should be happy for her, which I am. I just worry and don't know what to do. The final straw here was our dog, who likes to walk underneath our legs all the time and nudge her head up, has done so since she was a puppy, literally lifted my wife off the ground last night. My wife laughed about it like it was funny, but I was alarmed. Our dog is part mastiff, we think, and about 85 to 90 pounds, but still, that has never happened before. I just don't know how to approach her. Every time I have, she shuts it down. I know she still gets her period and she still does eat with me, just no junk food. She's never eaten big portions and those haven't changed, but the snacks afterwards are only me now. I can't blame someone for wanting to be healthy, but I just want to make sure she's okay. If OP's legitimately just worried about their health, I don't think there's an issue in bringing it up and just making sure that, like for example, they see a doctor and just fully make sure that there is nothing going on. I mean, there's a lot of encouraging signs where they still have energy, they still have interest in the bedroom, they're still on their regular cycle. I think as long as there's no real health issues going on, then really there should be no concern. Now, if you can't talk about this topic at all with her without her wanting to shut it down or not even reference it at all, I think maybe that's probably indicative of something more going on here. 
Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy tricky relationship topics, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is my 23-year-old female, mother, 55-year-old female, is lying about her job? My mom has been an attorney for the majority of my life. She's told everyone, family, friends, etc. that this is her job. I had absolutely no reason to doubt her because she works for a big firm and we live a nice life. Around February of last year, I was doing an assignment for college that required a fake state bar license number. My mom suggested I use hers. Curiosity got the best of me and I put in the bar number she gave me into my state attorney database. Nothing came up. I wrote it off as me not knowing how to use the site. Fast forward to today, I'm using my mom's laptop for an assignment and I see that she has her resume saved. I open the file and my mom's occupation is listed as paralegal. Her education lists only her undergrad and paralegal certification. I started freaking out and although I'm not proud of this, I went through her email. I was looking for validation that I was wrong and that the resume was old. I found a recent email from her current job with her work signature and it said, Senior Paralegal. I called my dad, 55-year-old male. They're divorced immediately to ask if my mom is an attorney. He was no help. He knew as much as I did since they've been divorced for so long. I called my older sister, 36-year-old female, and she was shocked but also knew nothing about the situation. They both agreed it was my choice if I wanted to say something to my mom or not. I don't know why she would lie about something like this. Keeping up this story for years must be exhausting. What hurts the most is that I'm applying for law schools now and she is the main reason for me doing so. She's inspired me and I want to follow in her footsteps. I applied to her supposed alma mater and put down that my mother is an alumni in my application. I don't know what to do. I'm scared to ask or confront my mom because I live with her and she's currently supporting me while I go to school. Should I just let it go and let this eat away at me? What is there to gain from me confronting her? Any advice is appreciated. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, this might be a secret that I end up just keeping to myself, especially if it has the chance to rock the boat and potentially upset your current education and future. I mean, maybe if she used it as a crutch, like she was saying, oh, well, as an attorney, I think you should do X or Y and like really tried to hone in having some kind of power or supposed superiority over people using that, maybe it would be worth bringing it up. But yeah, what do you really gain by bringing it up besides making things so much more messy in the meantime for you? I guess my question is, is it really hurting anybody in the meantime? Although it was fabricated, it did inspire you and you are in a great position because of it. I just do think now is not the time to scramble it all up. Our next story is, my female 25, boyfriend male 24 of 2 plus years, wants to buy a house together next year after almost 4 years together, but I don't want to buy a house before marriage or engagement as it's too big of a risk. I wanted another perspective on this since it's a pretty big commitment on my end to buy property and commit to living in another country permanently for a partner. A little background, I moved to the country my boyfriend is from and he plans to live for his entire life. We've been doing long distance for a while and I realized after visiting his country that I really love it here. I had to leave behind a lot of things like my family and friends, my car, and a lot of things have changed for me. Adapting to a new culture and language, spending time and money on lawyers and visa fees. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. 
Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. These transferring my money to a new bank, setting up bills, a lease and many more things. My boyfriend has been absolutely amazing, helping me a ton with adapting and making this place feel like home. I'm currently on a two-year visa, and it's to expire in a year and a half or so. I really love it here, but I feel like I'd want another level of commitment before making a permanent move here. He shows that he's committed every day and tells me he wants to build a family with me in our 30s. I don't doubt that he's committed to me, I just want a physical way of him showing it to me if he wants me to buy a home with him. My boyfriend really wants to buy a forever home together around the same time my visa ends, so after four years together. Me being 27, him being 25, like a home with a mortgage and in a place where we would plan to build a family. We would be putting all our savings into buying and renovating this place. I really want that too, but I told him I don't want to buy a place and commit to living in this country unless we have a further commitment together. I suggested living on rent a while longer, and he doesn't want to. He lives with his family at the moment, while I live in my own rental apartment. The property would be split 50-50, so I don't worry about losing money if we did split, but I feel like for all the change and sacrifice I'm making to live here, I would want him to show that he's committed. I feel like the least he could do is give me a ring with a long engagement. The thing is, we are both extremely well established in our careers, and very mature for our ages. I don't want to get married young and I know he doesn't either, so I suggested a longer engagement or simply just living on rent until we both are ready. He sees the engagement as the same thing as marriage and wants to wait until he's 28 to 30 to propose. I guess what I'm saying is that, is this boundary of mine too much? I really love him and our life together and I know we both see a future together here. Am I wrong to want more commitment before buying a home together? Even though you guys have been together for 3 or almost 4 years by this point, being 27 years old, I completely understand why you want to make sure that something is a lot more serious than just a verbal agreement really before putting all of your money in one location. Especially considering if things don't work out, you might not be even staying in the same country where your money is tied up. Our next story is, boyfriend, male 26, won't block girl who bullied me, female 27. My boyfriend, male 26, and I, female 27, have been together for three years, and I recently saw that a girl who made my life miserable is friends with him on all social media. I asked him about it, and he said she was a friend of his, he's never brought her up before. I told him about all the horrible things she used to message me. She would call me fat, ugly, who are, told me to end things, and that she's the reason I attempted the first time. I asked if he would remove her, and he said, why? I don't like removing people. My feelings are hurt because I've never asked him to do this before, and I feel like he values his friendship with her over his relationship to me. I'm not sure how to go about this any further. I think considering how horrendous this person has been to you, if he's not willing to entertain that, I don't think this should go on any further. I mean, if there was ever a more slam dunk, yes, honey, I will remove that person and block them from every reach of my life moment, that would be it. 
This next story is, mutual friend, 25-year-old male, told my girlfriend, 24-year-old female, that he loves her, and I, 25-year-old male, might have screwed up everything afterward. Firstly, I apologize if this is weird or confusing. I'm getting most of my information about this piecemeal and from third parties, and I'm not exactly thinking straight either. I didn't sleep last night at all, too. I've known Dave since high school, and we've been part of the same friend group for about a decade now. I started dating my girlfriend about two years ago, and she became friends with Dave and our other friends at around the same time. She and Dave got along well, and I never had any concerns about that. The two of them even hung out together by themselves in the past. Not often, but at least a couple times. I'm not entirely sure how it went down, but it was described to me this way. Dave asked me and my girlfriend if we wanted to see a movie on Saturday, with our friends as well. I was busy, so my girlfriend decided to go without me, which I was fine with. When she arrived, she found out it was only her and Dave at the hangout. I don't know if it just happened to work out that way or if Dave planned it that way, but he did know I wasn't coming. Before the movie was going to start, they went to a place to eat. During that time, they started discussing my girlfriend and I's relationship. Somehow, this turned into Dave apparently telling her that he was in love with her. My girlfriend was surprised by this, obviously, and said she was flattered but she was in a relationship with me. Dave said that was okay and that he needed to get it off his chest since he'd apparently been holding it in for ages. Dave suggested that my girlfriend and he should go back to his place and discuss things. My girlfriend apologized and said she couldn't do that. Dave then kissed her, but she refused and left. This is where things get confusing. Instead of coming home and telling me about it, my girlfriend decided to go to her best friend, Sarah's, place to talk to her about it instead of me. Dave was the one who called me and told me what happened. Obviously, I was pretty freaking ticked at him and it's safe to say he's no longer my friend. Freaker even tried to say sorry about it, which just ticked me off more. I then called my girlfriend, who initially tried to pretend nothing was wrong. When I asked how the hangout had been, she said something along the lines of, Oh, me, Sarah, and Dave had a good time. Except that I knew that Sarah didn't go. When I told her that Dave contacted me, she broke down and told me what happened. A couple of problems. Dave claims that he kissed her, but my girlfriend said that didn't happen. Also, my girlfriend claims that she felt like she'd led Dave on a little bit. I'm not proud to admit that I said some pretty choice things to my girlfriend after that. The fact that I had to hear about it from Dave instead of her, and that she went to her best friend instead of me to talk about it, really bothered me. And I let my stress get the best of me. I told her she should have come home or texted me about it right away. And I asked her if she'd been planning on hiding it from me if Dave hadn't told me. I then hung up on her. She didn't come home last night, so I assume she stayed at Sarah's place. I know it really wasn't her fault what happened, and I regret what I said. I'm sorry that this is so long, but honestly writing this is helping me stay calm. This morning, I texted my girlfriend an apology that was basically what I said. A few hours later, Sarah called me and told me that my girlfriend was really shaken by what Dave told her, and that she wants to take a break from our relationship because of it while she figures things out and that she'd be going to stay with Sarah for a few weeks. I said it was fine, and then she can call me or come home anytime she wants, but Sarah said it'll be a while until I hear from my girlfriend. I'm taking the day off work, since I'm in no state to be around other people right now. The whole thing has come like a freaking bolt of lightning to the face. Yesterday, I had a girlfriend and a friend group and I was pretty happy. Now, I kinda don't have either anymore. Did I react badly here? And tell me. 
Does the whole taking a break thing make sense? Should I go to Sarah's place and try to talk to my girlfriend or should I give her space? I feel like talking about it would be best, but Sarah made it pretty clear that my girlfriend doesn't want to talk to me right now, but I'm also confused about why she didn't and still doesn't want to talk to me about it. Edit, I called Sarah and asked her if it was okay to speak to her instead of my girlfriend about the situation. Sarah said it was okay, so we talked for a little while about it. I'm going to write this down to help me get my thoughts in order. Sarah seemed very interested in what Dave had told me and somewhat sympathetic to me, though she was still mostly worried about her best friend, understandably. Apparently my girlfriend is still asleep since last night, but Sarah told me not to worry about her health, which is a little bit of a relief. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Sarah said that my girlfriend is open about Dave trying to kiss her now and that her saying they didn't kiss was a spur-of-the-moment panic thing and that she, Sarah, called her an idiot for doing that. I don't know if that part is true or if Sarah just said that to make me feel better. She also said that neither of them expected me to know about it from Dave, which honestly I fully believe. Sarah said that the kiss and him asking her to come back to his place didn't happen right after each other. Apparently, he kissed her in the coffee shop and she turned him down right away. But then they spent some time talking about when and how he'd started having feelings for her. I don't know how long. After that, they both decided to not see the movie together because of what happened. And that's when Dave asked her to come back to his place, but she declined. I had assumed that they'd kissed and my girlfriend then basically left ASAP, but Sarah seems to think they parted on polite terms. I asked if my girlfriend had gotten my apology and Sarah said that my girlfriend mentioned it to her, so she must have read it. I didn't press any further about it though. I asked if Dave had been in contact with either of them. Sarah said that Dave hadn't been in contact with either of them. I guess she would say that either way though. I asked if my girlfriend was staying with Sarah because of what I said to her. A couple of replies here made me worried about this. Sarah seemed surprised by me asking that and said my girlfriend just needed some space to process and not to feel bad about it because she'd known her longer than the two of us had been dating. Didn't really make me feel not bad about it though. Some people here suggested that my girlfriend might have gone to Sarah at first instead of me because of that. So it makes sense I guess, but I don't know if she just said that to make me feel better. I don't know how much I trust Sarah. I like her and I'd call her a friend but I know I'd trust her more to look out for her best friend first, obviously. I won't call her a liar, but I do think she'd try and cast her best friend in the best possible light, even unintentionally. But it still makes me feel a little bit better to know more information. Also, thanks to everyone who replied nicely or less nicely. Having outside viewpoints is helping me deal with the situation a lot, so thank you. Even if it's just a distraction or an excuse to order my thoughts. I don't think OB should take her going to her best friend so personally. I mean, in a situation like that where the friend group is at risk, their relationship is up in the air because of this situation, understandably you freak out and for her, her best friend may have been like the longest stable thing that she felt she could turn to to try to figure things out. 
At this point, I think OP should just try to leave things be and see what turns out from this. I would try not to dwell too much on dishonesty or whether or not she was trying to consider it and just kind of let her have her space to mull things over and figure out what she wants next, both from the friend group and from the relationship. Our next story is, I, 33-year-old female, feel unwanted because my boyfriend, 33-year-old male, chooses adult entertainment over me. I, 31-year-old female, found out that my boyfriend, 33-year-old male, has a certain kind of subscription and a throwaway Twitter full of just adult entertainment. We've been together for over 10 plus years, and we've had our problems in the past, so he knows how I feel about the subject. If we had a healthy sex life, I wouldn't mind it. But when it's just twice a month at most, I feel he's picking it over me. When we do hook up, I feel like he isn't into it. When he thinks I'm asleep and gets off, he sounds like he enjoys it. But when it's me and him, he doesn't sound anything like that. I stopped trying to initiate a while back before I knew about this because anytime I slightly initiated anything close to intimacy, he would reject me and say he's just too lazy to do anything, but then later would do solo time while I'm asleep. I just feel so unwanted. I mean, I don't want to say for sure, but it seems to me like he's pretty addicted. A good way I've heard addiction described is when it starts actively affecting your life in very negative ways. Whether it's in your relationships, whether it's in your career, whether it's in your aspirations and your health. If you can't stop turning back to something and it's actively harming you, it's probably an addiction. And there's been a number of stories on here that are very similar to this. Ultimately, he is choosing it over OP. Unless he's willing to recognize it and truly work on it, I don't know how you're going to salvage things and be happy going forward. Our next story is, my 25-year-old male, girlfriend, 27-year-old female, won't go to the doctor, hasn't been for almost a decade, and I don't know what to do. My girlfriend and I have been dating for about three years now. There isn't much that we seriously fight or disagree about, but one of those things happens to be her adamant refusal to go to the doctor. As stated in the title, my girlfriend hasn't been to the doctor in almost a decade. The reason is because she found doctor's visits very unpleasant when she was younger, and procedures like needles or blood tests gave her severe anxiety attacks. For context, both of us come from families with high cancer risks. About a year into our relationship, I voiced my concerns over this fact. I told her that taking care of her health was extremely important to me, especially given our family histories and that for me to feel comfortable in a long-term relationship, I would need my partner to at least schedule a routine checkup once a year. At this point in time, she still hasn't done so, and I've even told her now that I'd be okay if she goes to the doctor just once every two years instead. She gets very annoyed and brushes it off whenever I try to bring up the topic, saying that she'll do it on her own time, that by pressuring her, I'm not respecting her ability to handle herself as an adult, etc., I don't want to seem like I'm nagging or being overbearing, so I try my best not to bring it up as much as I can. I think two to three times over the past year. Here are the rest of my thoughts on the situation. Since we're both still relatively young, my girlfriend has called me irrational for worrying so much and bugging her to do this. Truthfully, this issue is genuinely causing me a great deal of stress and anxiety, and I've recognized that I do likely have an irrational fixation over the potential deaths of my loved ones. However, even if my worry is irrational, I don't think what I'm requesting is. I'm not asking her to go on a strict diet or work out or any of that. I just want her to go to the doctor once a year so we know that nothing is wrong. I recognize that doctor-related phobia is a real thing, and I'm not trying to invalidate her perspective. 
However, I feel like going to the doctor regularly is just a necessary part of life, and this is the type of thing that one needs to get over as part of being an adult. To be clear, when I was younger, I also used to get anxiety attacks whenever I'd get a blood test. Even nowadays, the nurse always asks me if I need to lie down first, but I still went anyways because I knew that it just needed to be done. I've tried asking her if there's anything I could do to make the process easier for her, but she says there's nothing. I've told her several times now how much grief and stress this has been causing me, even if she is right, and I really shouldn't be worrying about it at all. I don't feel it's unreasonable to think this is something she should just do because she knows how important it is to me. It hurts because I feel like she's either not taking my concerns seriously, or that worse, she does take them seriously, but it just doesn't matter that much to her. Even if she does eventually go to the doctor, I can't help but feel like she'd just be doing it once to shut me up and that she'd never actually go again afterwards, which isn't what I want. To be clear, our relationship has been wonderful otherwise, and we get along really well. The reason this is bothering me so much to begin with is because I love her, and I just want her to be okay. We've talked about getting married, but I feel like if this is unresolved, things are only going to get worse down the line. I just want to know how to deal with this situation. Every time I try to approach the topic, she just shuts it down. Does anyone have advice for what to do? I'd genuinely like to know if I'm being unreasonable here. So having a boundary and an expectation in a relationship that your partner takes care of themselves is very reasonable to have. And I think if it gets to the point where you would rather end a relationship with somebody because they can't and refuse to go to the doctor, that's a very fair thing to have and a very fair thing to make clear. I mean, I know from personal experience, I personally hadn't gone to the doctor in years just because of insurance reasons. I go this last year and there's a number of things that pop up. And thankfully, I'm glad I went when I did because a lot of these things could now be treated preventatively before it became an issue. Even beyond cancer, you never know what your body might develop or start doing incorrectly until you have that checkup. One easy example is the thyroid. Once you get into your late 20s, it's very normal for all of a sudden developing issues there. You never have something like that get checked out and you might have some serious issues. Our next story is, my 32-year-old female, husband, 39-year-old male, told me he deserves better. My husband was doing something for work on his phone earlier and I left him alone. An hour or so passed and our kids woke up and he started talking to them and playing. I had a short conversation with him and then later I asked a quick question and he blew up on me and told me I was bothering him. He got an attitude and went upstairs for over an hour, then he got the kids and took them upstairs for 30 minutes and didn't speak to me. He brought them back down and didn't say a word to me, just acted like I wasn't there. He didn't speak to me for a few hours. I went to the kitchen and asked if he wanted dinner. He said, I'm good. I asked, what did I do wrong? He raised his voice and said, you're always bothering me, you should just be quiet sometimes. Then calls me a psychopath. I never raised my voice, but I said, I deserve not to be yelled at and spoken to like a child. And he said, I deserve better and you should just be quiet more often. I guess my question for OP is, is this normal behavior? Has he shown anything like this before? Or is all of a sudden he developing this kind of stuff? Because if so, I would be worried that there's some kind of relationship issues he's not discussing. Or God forbid something more serious going on. I mean, if this is just the kind of guy he is, the one that deserves better is OP. Our next story is, my, female 56, husband, male 58, is always sad after our kids moved out. What can I do to make him happy again? 
So me and my husband are married since 33 years and we've always been happy and satisfied with our life. We met at university and we are like soulmates. We're the funny, a bit cringe for some friends couple. We love to make pranks, enjoy the little things, and make photos of every good memory of our life. But we're also extremely realist and cynical too because when we married we made a precise and cynic plan on how our life would be. Since the first paycheck of our work, he's a lawyer and I'm a business consultant, we started to save money to buy in full our house. We searched for years the right house for us and saved a lot of money because we wanted that house to be our first and only so it would be pretty expensive. In five years of hard work, extra time, stress, and dedication, we finally did it and bought our dream house. Then after a year of saving money again, we decided that it was the right time to have kids, and we had our first son, 25 now, and our daughter, 24 now. They've always been our pride and joy. My husband wanted to be always present for them. He had issues of being neglected by his parents, and he did never missed anything of their life or activity and i was and still am very very proud of him we traveled a lot since our work was going very well and made unforgettable memories by ourselves and with our kids the real issue comes here one year ago they moved out to live their life and be independent and we made a bank account for both of them to cover all their studies bills and expenses Obviously the day they moved out wasn't easy at all, we still see them as our little kids, and we cried a lot but we both knew it was time that they would live their life and be independent. Of course I cried a lot and my husband too because he was very very attached to them. He even offered to cover their first apartment expenses, but they refused because they found a job and didn't want to rely on us too much. Well, since they moved out, my husband has been very sad. He tries his best to put on the happy face, but after all these years, I know when he's faking happiness or not, and in this year, he's faking it. I mean, I too miss them a lot, but it's right to make them fly away and do their life. But he always talks about when they were here with us, the beautiful moments we shared together, the good old memories and all this stuff. So, some advice please? What can I do to make him happy again? I think it's gotta just be trying to find something that kind of occupies that void. Something that fills that time where they're not spending so much time longing and they're focused on what's next with X thing. Like is there something community facing that maybe they could get involved in? Something where they could maybe help or mentor kids in the community that maybe would give that kind of same satisfaction? I mean either that or hey, would a dog do the trick? Our next story is, my 29 year old female, friend 26 year old male, is upset at me for discriminating against men I don't find hot in the club. We've been friends for 8 years, we went out clubbing Monday night with one other guy and one other girl, I brought them to my favorite place and we got drinks and started dancing with each other. I had a few different guys come up and try to dance with me and I rejected a few before I was approached by one I found hot and decided to dance with him. The same thing happened a couple more times and I went home with the third man I danced with other than my friends. I saw my friend again yesterday at his place and he asked me, why did you say no to dancing with so many guys yet you danced with a few of them? I told him I was just waiting for a hot one. He replied, so if a guy isn't hot you won't even give him the honor of dancing with you? I said I can be picky about who I dance with if I want to be. Then he asked me, do you discriminate based on looks in your work as a doctor? I said absolutely not. He said somehow I doubt it. You seem shallow and I doubt you leave that in the club. I asked him, are you upset with me? He said yes and I immediately got up and left. 
I'm starting to feel afraid of him because of his attitude. Do I talk to him about it? Or is he beyond help at this point? I'm not sure if I should just avoid him for my own safety. I mean, I must admit his mannerisms were kind of weird and definitely would make me uncomfortable. I think you have every right to choose whether or not you want to dance with a person based on your perceived appearance of them. If you only want to dance with people you think are hot, do you not have every right to do that? Do you not have the right to turn somebody down because you're not attracted to them? I feel like there's some kind of very personal vibes going on from this friend. I don't know if he was hoping he had some kind of shot and is now feeling dashed about his looks or something, but I don't know. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another tricky relationship topic, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.